Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. For me, the more I played, the more I was able to be in a similar system, the more I was able to understand um, where the bones are buried in different plays and in, in different looks, then you can really react and play instinctively instead of having to think. And that takes time, that takes work, it takes having great coaches around you, but... Um, uh, you know, when you stick to it and, and you have a lot of good pieces around you, usually, you know, it starts to click and, and, and you never look back. Where the, where the, where bones, the bones are buried. Are <laughs> what? <laughs> John Wayne Gacy, the quarterback for the Vikings? <laughs> it's like, yeah, remember that assistant coach that no one is, uh, Kirk, that, that, that assistant like coach clown. from Washington that went missing? Yeah. Don't you know a clown can get away with murder? <laughs> Why don't you uh, why don't you go dig up uh, practice field two around the uh, forty yard line going south? <laughs> you got a, like a, a lamp made, made out of you the like former cornerback's coach's like leg. Yeah, you like, like that? God. Here's a shiv to the ribs. All right, this is Purple Daily. Speaking of shiv to the ribs, uh, this is a Daily Viking show, and it's uh, it's presented in part by Surly and also TCL. TCL is here for your football viewing experience with a new lineup of award-winning TV delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. And every single week we go through and take a uh, a market and gambling perspective, a look at the Vikings game through the eyes of odds makers and percentages. We call it purple props. And uh, we just recommend that you don't actually take our advice as gospel because you'll probably lose a lot of money because we're not always right if you've seen our write-that-down prediction completion percentages. But uh, let's start with playoff odds here, boys. A couple different numbers here. Football Outsiders has the Vikings with a 37% chance still to make the playoffs, a 0.4% chance to win the Super Bowl. Sure. 538 is less optimistic. They've got the Vikings with a 28% chance to make the playoffs and a 0.3% chance to make the Super Bowl. What are your thoughts? Um, so, my thoughts are this. The Vikings don't completely control their fate, but if they go 4-0 or 3-1, and and there are seven seeds now, they're going to give themselves a chance. I would probably take uh, the slightly higher odds, just because I think the, these la- this last uh, stretch of four games for all teams is going to be so weird. And like this entire season in this league has been really, really weird. 
And the Vikings have just enough talent, especially offensively, um, to surprise you a bit. I'm not saying that they have good odds, but I'm saying dismissing them would probably be a mistake. So I would t- I, I would probably take the slightly higher odds, uh, but it's not like I'm optimistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they, they basically have to go 3-1 and one to have a chance of making the playoffs. If they go anything less than that, if they go 2-2 two and two or worse, playoffs are done. Like it, It's, it's going to be very, 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 very difficult for that path to happen. So if, if they go three out of four, they probably wrap up that seven seed with a little help on the side. Um, but I think those odds are probably pretty fair from odds makers and even also more genius people like football outsiders in 538. Yeah, I think I don't know, it's it, schedule's going to play into this so much. You know, I, I tend to lean probably toward the lower end because I think the Vikings schedule, I'm just kind of eyeballing it here. So I've got, I've got four schedules laid out. I've got the Vikings. And then I've got the Niners schedule because the Niners are a game up. You could you could still, in theory, catch them. Um, Washington, the Eagles, and the Saints. Atlanta is also six and seven, but they're three and six in conference, which is much worse than Vikings and Eagles, who are four and four. So if if multiple teams are tied, Atlanta is probably screwed unless they run the table. And I I mean I just I don't think they're good enough to run the table. So. To me, it's between it's two playoff spots, and it's between the Niners, who are a game up, Washington, Vikings, Eagles, and Saints. Here's some of the schedules, right? Philadelphia plays Washington twice, and Washington's been tough. So I mean, but those two teams are going to kind of determine it for each other. But then the Eagles also get the Giants and the Cowboys both at home, and the mm-hmm. Giants are pretty atrocious. The Cowboys are not playing as well as they were earlier in the year. The path to a 3-1 finish for the Giants is pretty good. The Saints, who who lost five in a row before beating the Jets, uh, they play at Tampa on Sunday Night Football. They play a tough Dolphins team, Panthers-Falcons. I think it's going to be tough for the Saints to go 3-1. and one. And for that reason, I'm out, dog. Yep. Uh, Washington, we already talked about. And then the Niners, the Niners would have to go like 1-3 and three or 0-4 probably to, to really fall out. But they play the Falcons, Titans, Texans, Rams. A 2-2 two and two finish is pretty likely there. They probably get to 9-8. and eight. So I think it's between Vikings, Eagles, and Washington for that final seed in the right. NFC. If you go 3-1, and one, those two teams play each other. Hopefully they split those games and then each lose another one. That's your best path, I think. If either Washington or Philly sweeps the other in their two matchups, that's a that's a bad outcome for the Vikings. Yeah, the Vikings are just so weird. They're they're such a weird team that I think dismissing them would, would be to miss the small percentage that, that they do sweep the Bears. So or or that, that they beat the Rams too. So I guess my feeling is more built upon this. If I had any feel for the Vikings predictability, which I feel like I don't I could say they're dead. If I could say they're just not good, like if their offense was like their defense, I'd say they're dead. But it's not. It's not. Yeah. You know, it's the, got the ability to put up 29 points by the third quarter on Pittsburgh uh, and look brilliant. Damn, you blew that. But hey, you the, also put up 29 points. The football whisperer has had the last two games nailed. He told you that they were going to lose to the Lions and they were going to beat the Steelers. Yeah, you did. 
The football whisperer has been trying to get it here this week. He's been trying to. It, he's been meditating on it. He it's has not working? zero feel for this game. Oh my god! Oh my god! The, oh no! The whisperer's lost his touch. This bad. Has the whisperer lost his touch, or are Vikings Bears games just impossible to get a, a feel for? <laughs> so is the is there a chance the whisperer does not weigh in? Oh no! Oh no! The whisperer is gonna. He's gonna oh, throw okay. the ball down I the field. Right? Oh, the no. whisperer was gonna say like. Don't let don't let the whispers like lack a feel of feel for, for something you know prevent him from taking a shot with a take. Okay, okay. the whisper still has takes. I thought that there might be a chance that, <laughs> that he would just say, "I you know I can't get a read on this palm. You might die tomorrow. You no, might the, wh- the whisper will fake it till okay. he makes it. In that case, okay. So with that, the Vikings are five and a half point road favorites now. That number I think started around three and a half. It has crept up and up and up. Because the Bears keep losing guys to the Vikings have guys on the COVID list too, but the Bears are maybe going to be without Montgomery, Allen Robinson, yep. some key players in other spots, um, and so there's like in terms of props, there's not even any props for this game listed on Action Network because there's just so many unknowns. But the line is on the board still, and it's five and a half. Vikings are five and a half point road favorites. Wow! I'll give you some nuggets here, and then we can dive into our predictions. of the bets are on the Vikings. 68% of the money is on the Vikings. So a lot of people think that five and a half is uh, not enough, that the Vikings are going to cover that. Action Network writes this, and I I, I can't recall ever reading something so wildly accurate. And I got to the end of this article, and the, the author said that he has been a lifelong Vikings fan, and I was like, well, you nailed it. The Vikings somehow always find a way to make things close, no matter who they're playing. The Vikings have played 13 games this season. 12 of them finished as one-score affairs. Minnesota has led by at least six points in every game this season, but is somehow just six and seven. Besides, this game is in Chicago. And Vikings fans know to expect the worst when this team heads to the Windy City. Don't believe me? The Vikings have visited Chicago 20 times this century. The Bears are 16 and 4 straight up in those games and 15 and 5 against the spread. You know how Aaron Rodgers owns Chicago? The Vikings don't even rent in Chicago. They can't even afford an Airbnb Damn. in Chicago. I love that. <laughs> so, with that said, what are you guys' thoughts? Vikings are 5 and a half point favorites in Chicago. Who covers who wins? I mean, Vikings ha- Yeah. The the the, the, yeah. fa- the, the oh. fact that it's five and a half. I mean, so the Vikings win by at least a touchdown is is pretty crazy. I said and write that down. They'd win by seven, and that, that that's more for the for the sanity of the show. But to say that they cover the spread for six plus is is tough. Um, I'll I'll say they will, but it, with how the Vikings have played and just historically how the how Soldier Field's been a house of horrors for them, um, I can see a path where they don't cover. The Vikings should win this game, but covering that spread is going to be tough at five and a half. If the Bears hadn't quit on the season, I, I would agree with Declan, but the Bears have quit. And and if the Wilfs are smart, and personally, I've spent an entire year building up a file on Spielman and Zim, <laughs> and it's a case file to, to have cause to fire them if this team does not live up to expectations. And so far, they have not. Um, and so I, I will say this. They should cover. They should win big. They they are literally playing a team that is the equivalent. If, if you recall this game, do you remember the last game? I think it was 
New Year's Eve 2006, Childress's first year. And all of the crap with Brad had got, gone down, um, and the Vikings basically quit. They quit. And the Rams came into the Metrodome and annihilated them. Um, this is – that's the Bears now. The Bears are done. Like, is the it? Bears have some guys they trying. Were, they were up double digits on the Packers on the road a week I ago. know, but then they blew the whole thing. And yeah, I'm telling the, you – Because they're not as good. And – and it gets worse. It gets worse. When you're quitting, when you're actively quitting, it gets worse and worse and, and worse. And then eventually the coach, in this case, will be fired. Brad was not because he, he was in year one. Uh, but my point is the Vikings should win this game and cover that, that spread, and that should be the expectation. And I'm going with what the expectation is. I don't think, they've, I don't think the Bears have quit. I think the Bears are bad. I think the Bears are poorly coached. They have but players I think, talking I, about quitting, though, that they have players who have quit. That's a big red flag to me. Yeah, but, like, they – so, again, they beat the Lions on the road a couple weeks ago. Ugly win, but the Vikings teams lost are, the Lions. Teams are supposed to beat the Lions, Phil. Okay, well, go tell <laughs> that to the Vikings. To beat the Lions. Hey, that's a, believe me, that's in my file. <laughs> my fireable file. They were up double digits and playing with energy against the Packers for, like, the first 60% of that game. Yeah, or the first half or something. Yeah, I, I think it's more that the Bears are bad and poorly coached. I don't think it's that they've quit. So I don't I don't expect the Vikings to go out and just like embarrass the Bears. Uh here here's my best guess as to what happens here. And I'll mention this too. The Vikings are two and five on the road this season. And the and their two wins have been by a touchdown, exactly six point overtime win, I believe, and then uh and then they beat the Chargers by seven. So they've been you know That's it's nice win. They're they're playing close games on the road or losing games on the road. So I think the Vikings win, but I'll take the points. I'll take the Bears to cover the five and a half, but I'll take the Vikings to win a closer game. And maybe it's a backdoor cover or something. You know, Vikings are up by ten or thirteen or something, and the Bears score a touchdown to whatever. But you know, the, I got another list for you guys here too that we'll get to. Um, Never underestimate the Vikings' ability to play down to the level of wherever the Bears are at in this game. And mm-hmm. and I'll give you a list in a second, but um, when it comes to playing down a level, we never have to worry about that with Surly because Surly's always on its A game, especially when it comes to Purple Daily, Judd. <sighs> Surly Furious in particular, Phil. A beer that, that is so aptly named for what has been the 2021 Vikings campaign. Surly Furious IPA. Here's the thing. The name is Furious, but it's delicious. So while the Vikings are driving you crazy. It's surly delicious. Maybe we and should rename it. And making Furious. Exactly. You'll be drinking a product from Surly Brewing that is, as Phil just said, delicious. Check it out. All of the Surly beers, of course, are fantastic. But if you're going to be watching the game on Monday night and you need a beer to accompany you, Surly Furious will be right there. And then, of course, what you can do is you can take a picture of that Surly can, maybe in front of the TV. And what can they do, Phil? Show us your cans. That's right. At Jay Zolkan on Twitter. (laughs) Uh, Hey, Federated Insurance also powering us here at Score North and on Purple Daily. And they're helping business owners with risk management. It's all about making sure that any sort of unforeseen things on the horizon, whether it's weather or any sort of thing that could put a dent in your business and throw things off. Federated's here with risk management tools, resources, people to help look out on the horizon and maximize the success of your business. Find out more about what Federated can do for you at federatedinsurance.com. And remember at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. All right. 
this is what scares me a little bit. We can sit here all day and talk about, oh, my God, the Bears. Look how garbage they are, right? Four wins, and Justin Fields is young and easy to trick, right? And, uh, you know, this should, on paper, the Vikings should roll in this game. Well, the Vikings have lost games to the Bears. I think, I think they've lost to all of these quarterbacks at Chicago, actually, specifically in the last 20 years. Mitch Trubisky, Rex Grossman, Chase Daniel, that might have been a home game, Jim Miller, twice, and Chad Hutchinson. Yeah, I remember that. They can lose to anybody and any Bears team inside that stadium, and that's what makes me nervous. It doesn't matter if the Bears are 3-13, and 13, if the Bears are swapping quarterbacks, if they're hurt, if they're about to fire a coach. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. The Vikings, for whatever reason, always find a way to just get in the mud with this football team. Uh, and, and, that's, and that's where I'm – I think it's going to be – I think there's a chance the Bears win this game outright, but I just feel really uncomfortable swallowing almost a touchdown worth of points in this game when you look at the last 20 years of history, five and 15 against the spread and four and 16 straight up against this team. So I don't know. Can you guys talk me off being nervous or are you guys also? Oh, I wouldn't even try to talk you off of it. I I'm just, I'm saying my expectation is do your job. You're a good enough team to go in, in there and punch. Uh, The lions game, if nothing else is a perfect game to say, see what happens when you don't. There, there's this uh, there's this common thread going around now, and I do agree with the, with the philosophy, but I think it's backwards. The common th- theme about the Vikings is, well, they're disappointing, but they haven't quit on Zim. You can't say that they – and that's I think that's true. I do not think that this team has quit. That being said, this is a game where I don't want to talk about, has this team quit on Zim? I want to talk about, does Zim still have the fastball to get his team up for a game like this to go do what they should do. This is a game where, I mean, we could talk about the past and look, it definitely reflects things and it's interesting. And there is some weird trend about the, the, the fact that the Vikings so often go to Chicago and play poorly. A year ago, they did win. I think it was 1913. So that was good. But I want to know, does Zim have the ability still to get his team prepared to go do what they should do? Which, look, the Detroit game, he didn't do it. They played poorly, but yeah. but that starts too with coaching. So that's my question. Not well, they haven't quit on Zim, so you got to be optimistic. That's a really low bar. Like they haven't quit because once they quit, it's all over. And I don't think sometimes I think it's it's really like it's so easy and cliche to talk about like quit or not. I think there's a gray area with the Vikings when it comes to the quitting conversation. I think if you're a losing team and you're not going to make the playoffs, then you just it's whether you want to call it quitting or whether you want to call it just like booking tea times or whatever. But the Vikings, whether they buy into Zim or not, and I think I think the buy-in is much less now than it would have been four years ago. I don't think they're fully out. I think he still brings some defensive wisdom and some certain things, and he's got some relationships. But yep. I think they see an opportunity as players. They know how talented the team is. How many times have you heard Thielen and Jefferson and some of the defensive players, Eric Kendricks, come out, like the leaders on the team, and say, we are better than this. We need to find a way to stop this. Like they talk about the team as if they're winning, maybe despite the coaching and the organization. Um, I don't think they're going to take the next step and just like quit on it all. I think I think they would rally despite the coach, maybe before they would quit. And maybe and maybe that's maybe the rallying call is less. 
can Mike Zimmer get everyone together? And it's more, can the leaders of the team get everyone together to make a run, sure. even if the coaching has been suspect? Oh, but that's the question then. It is be, because, because the expectation of the Vikings for this game should be go in there and do your damn job. Again, your last game, you were up by 29 points on Pittsburgh. That's impressive. That's impressive. Now, you need, you damn near blew it. That's not impressive. Um, but I want to see the, like, three steps away from, well, at least you haven't quit. I want to see, can you be prepared? You still have a viable chance, no matter how misguided it might be, to make the playoffs. So, like, this is not a lost year. I'm disappointed personally, but that's my personal opinion. But, yeah, can you go into Chicago against a team that's just flat out still not good, and can you beat them? I think the answer most definitely should be yes, and if it's not, it's another in a long line of red flags I've seen. Yeah. Uh, Just to wrap, because we don't have props like usual because there's just not really many on the board because there's so many unknowns with injuries. I do have the top 10 most likely teams to win the Super Bowl, according to BetMGM here, in order. So I'll give you the, the favorites from 1 through 10. Spoiler, the Vikings aren't one of the 10 favorites to win the Super Bowl right What's now. The point? What's the point of this then? Phil? Maybe if they rattle off a, a few straight wins here, maybe they jump into the Why team. are we but doing this? Okay. Tampa Bay, odds on favorite right now, plus 425. Kansas City, after last night, has jumped up to the second favorite to win the Super Bowl. Okay, that defense doing a complete 180 turn to me is huge. Uh, I'm very intrigued. Like yeah. I'm buying, I, I've been buying chief stock for like two weeks now. Yeah. They won seven straight games tied with the Patriots. Yeah. Who are third on this list on the Super Bowl odds. They've both won seven straight games and the Patriots are the third most likely team to win the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm going to say something weird here. Pay if in the playoffs, I'll take the pat. I'll I'll take the Pats if I have to play them. A rookie quarterback in the playoffs, no matter who the coach is, it's difficult. Yeah, where have we? I don't know where have we seen that before though. I mean, Tom Brady wasn't a rookie, but he was a first year starter in two thousand two. Sure, I'm just saying, but but he also proved it to be beyond special. I'm just saying, I think Mac Jones is good, and and I I think teams in the past on Mac Jones, <clears throat> excuse me, might regret it. <laughs> <laughs> is that COVID cough or what do you um, got there? Just a reminder that the Vikings did that. But that being said, um, look, the Patriots story is a great story. I'm just saying, if I had to play them, I think I could handle it. Yeah, I'd, rather, I'd, rather, I'd rather stay away. I'd rather stay away from that stay defense. Away from Pat Mahomes and that team than the Patriots. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm uh, giving me the Patriots. Right. Well, I, this is such a Vikings fan thing too. It's like oh, you got to avoid these teams. Like uh, if we could just avoid this, avoid that. No, actually, I want all these teams. Bring them all on. I'm scheming right now. The Packers are also the Packers and Patriots are tied at uh, as the third most likely team to win the Super Bowl. Cardinals are fifth. Rams are sixth most likely. Cowboys seventh still. Probably dropping. Bills eighth, Titans ninth, and the Chargers are tenth. I love the Chargers, man. God, I mean, they're not going to win it this year, but Justin Herbert. What do we make of the hmm. Bills? Well, they're they're one dimensional. I know they play they play great defense. I'm not. It's it's weird. Like if they if they if they were if if they would have any semblance of a running game, 
which you're going to, like, you can't just completely abandon the run. Like, you're going to have to run the football to some extent. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, man. They've The Cowboys and the Bills stock has dropped more than almost any team, I feel like, in the last month. I also don't know, Super Bowl-wise, how much I love the Packers. Like, I get that they're good and their QB is great. But again, I don't know that I think that they're, like, fantastic in the playoffs. I think I would take the I think I would take on the Packers. I think wow. I would take on hey, the you, Packers. You want to bring on all you want to bring on you're basically saying bring on Belichick, bring on Rodgers. Well I want Belichick and all his, these guys. I want Belichick's QB while while he's still young <laughs> and he he can make mistakes. Look, the playoffs are are all one game mini bite pizzas. And if you just alter the pizza a little bit, you can get to the team. That's what I'm saying. Okay. The playoffs are great, man. It's one game in which you game plan your ass off for it. And you throw wrinkles in that you've never shown. And all of a sudden, Mac Jones is like, oh, my God, this ain't college no more. Coach yeah, but Bill, they, but, okay. what should I do? But Coach, <laughs> coach Bill is always three steps ahead of the other team's coach, it seems like. So those are your, those are your top ten teams to win the Super Bowl. Um, let's see here. Yeah, as of uh, this morning, according to Bet MGM, what Vikings on that list, though? The Vikings are 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Basically, smack. Actually, they're tied for 16th with the Eagles at 100 to one. They're a plus 10,000. Uh, so they, yeah, the the line actually. There's a very distinct line across. Like the the Bengals are 50 to one, and then there's a big line. Eagles and Vikings are a hundred to one, and then you get to Broncos, Washington, Saints, etc. So, according to these odds, if you were to sort these out into like a like playoff odds, they've got the Niners in as the sixth seed, and then the Eagles and Vikings tied for the seven seed, and it just comes down to tiebreakers or whatever. That's kind of how they see it. So, all right, all right, there it is. Purple props. On Purple Daily, don't forget Vikings Vent Line, the most fan-friendly interactive show in Minnesota sports right after Bears-Vikings finishes up on Monday night. We'll see you guys tomorrow on Purple Daily.